Hey guys, this is Julie, Julie Fleeman, Julie in the Red, and tonight I'm going to give an update on where I'm at with my car, and I'm also going to talk about a couple of safety things. Uh, we are live streaming on Facebook tonight. Uh, thank you to anyone who joins. It's 2.30 in the morning, so not a lot of people, but I had the time, so I decided to hop on here real quick before I went to bed. And uh, also, it gave me a chance to test out some Ipsy colors, because, ladies, let's all be realistic, that's one of the perks of, uh, for those of us that do get to stay at home, we get to delve into those and see what colors we like, and see if we're actually going to buy full products, and if you weren't thinking of that already, maybe I gave you that idea. So, um, what we have done... Uh, with my car since I got it back in September is we have knocked out the spark plugs and wires just giving an update I've said this on previous episodes um, spark plugs and wires oil change we did we got brand new tires brake calipers and hoses we painted the brake calipers but we forgot to put a protectant seal on them so they're gonna have to be repainted uh, to keep that really bright vibrant red uh, we just did the paint we let it cure for 24 hours, but it's still coming off when we wash the car. So, uh, we've done the AC clutch, done the, oh, I hate this word. Uh, we've done the alternator, we've got a new battery. Up next is going to be a coolant flush, and we're not going to be replacing the radiator yet. We still have to look at the parts on the power steering pump. Uh, we definitely know we have a leak, but there's two major things that popped up that uh, that are have been moved to the top of the priority, and that is going to be um, getting the exhaust leak fixed and getting the tie rods replaced in the next two days. So we've kind of changed up the schedule of how we're going to be working on the on the red. Um, and also we decided to figure out where the coolant temperature sensor is on my Mustang and usually it's up at the top and it is, it is not, it is back behind, I think it's the, uh, of course I forget the behind the pulley assembly bracket for the power steering pump, it's back behind there, uh, uh we think. Uh, we're going to double check one more time. We can get the part. It's like $19. It's not going to be an expensive thing to change. But this is something that you want to change every single spring. This is going to help with your gas mileage. It's going to help with your AC. Um, just it's beneficial every year. Check it and get it changed out. Um, see here. So that's where we are with that. And so the other thing I'm going to touch on is I am so excited because Wednesday night I'm going to have a special guest on here. I'm not telling who, but that will be available late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning for you guys to listen to. Um, it's a dear friend of mine, my sister's, and he's agreed to come on here and share some of his adventures as to why he got into cars and why he got into um, and why he enjoys working on vehicles the same as me and my dad and other enthusiasts. So, um, what we're going to be doing next, uh, I have it, I have narrowed down a list of the things cosmetic that I'm going to be doing to my car next on the exterior and the interior. So, I moved it 
I don't know where it is, but I got a new gear shift handle for my car and it glows and changes colors. So I can't wait to get that installed. However, I have a method. I compartmentalize the areas that I work on my vehicle. And so I decided that when I do the fat mat in the car or the boom mat or dyna mat, whatever one I decide to go with, uh, that is going to be the time where I replace or update a lot of things to the dash and as well, uh, whoa, sorry, I do this every single time. Uh, I'm going to be doing any other type of cosmetic repairs to the interior because when you add dynamat or fat mat or boom mat or whatever uh, sound dampening uh, you install to help with road noise and things like that, and as well as temperature control, um, you have to take everything out of the interior that you plan to apply this stuff to, uh, you're going to have to completely gut your car. And so my car is going to be in pieces. So as I put it back together, that's when I'm going to be doing the major installs on my car of anything new and different. Um, one of the, uh, the other things I'm going to be doing is, uh, I'm also, so I have the gear shift handle. I'm going to be replacing the bezel and the boot cover to a leather one and the bezel is going to be chrome. I'm going to be switching out the gauge plates to chrome. The uh, cup holders I'm going to do in chrome and I found some little piston little lock things that you can put on your door locks because it's just got the black plain ones and I want something more than that. I want it to be a little bit more showy. Um, and so they, they when I looked for these types of things, like these little details, I am very quick to check reviews and check the durability of them because I don't want something, I don't want it to look good for two months and then be absolute junk. So even even door locks, like I'm, I'm checking the quality and reviews and everything on uh, down to the most minute of details when it comes to the cosmetic aspect because you want it to not only be practical and durable, you want it to look good and you want it to really give your car some <laughs> razzle-dazzle, which we could all use right now. Um, yeah. So, and I'm doing it again. Everybody drink. I said so. Up next, <laughs> um, I'm going to be updating the backlighting and gauges to blue on the dash behind the steering wheel. And on the seats, I am going to practice with furniture first, but I feel capable enough to most likely reupholster my own seats if I can't find a good deal on any that have, uh, that are just decently priced. I want leather seats. Uh, in a perfect world, I'd really like to have, it might mess with the sound a little bit, I would really like to have, um vinyl floor instead of carpet but carpet does insulate better and I just hate that it you know it stains so easily that's my big drawback with having the carpet in my car uh, I really I really prefer vinyl flooring um let's see what's next adding lower dash lighting uh, adding lower dash lighting to the interior as well as puddle lights to the exterior I'm going to go with red on the outside and then I'm going to do a color changing hue of strips underneath the dash 
so you can see in the, the floorboards. There we go. I got this. It's just 2.30 in the morning. No big deal. Um, the other thing is when I do the when I do upholster the seats, I'm going to be adding heated seats because the console will be taken out. Everything will be taken out for the Dynamat or the Fat Mat. And so at that point, I can cut and custom my console to fit switches for USB ports as well as um, places to add in switches for heated seats. So if I'm going to be going to the leather seats, I want them to be heated in the wintertime. Uh, and I've also got a price quote on a kit for a remote start and I think I'm gonna go with the one from Best Buy because I will be able to start my car from my phone and it comes with a lot of security and stuff I was going to go with something substantially cheaper but I found out that cheaper isn't always better it's easily hackable I don't want hackable I want it to be secure and I want it to be something that only I can access so that is where quality and cost comparisons really, really matter when you're wanting to do that, that drastic of a change on something to your vehicle, uh, electronic, and like really just a, you know, it's not an absolute necessity, but if you're going to add it to your vehicle, it needs to be quality, it needs to be durable, and it needs to be safe for you and for everyone. So if you do decide to go with an aftermarket, um, aftermarket remote start for your vehicle, definitely check the reviews, definitely check if you decide to go with one that's going to link to your phone, make sure it has the security to back it up um, and make sure it's not hackable so no one steals your car. Um, up next is, I've got to repair the passenger door panel and I'm also, I went ahead and decided that after a few more tutorials and again practicing on random pieces of furniture, I am going to go ahead and add, I'm going to leather wrap my dash and leather wrap the door panels on the insides of the doors. And then on the exterior, I still haven't picked out directly a design for my, um, my rims yet. So I have to narrow them down. They're definitely going to be matte black because I'm going to be adding black accents to the vehicle. And that is going to be, my deck lid is going to be back, uh, blacked out, so the center area of the bumper on my Mustang is going to be a matte black. It's going to have a matte black balance on the bottom, and then I'm going to do matte black on the inlay of the word Mustang on the bumper. Uh, on the sides of the vehicle, I'm going to add, uh, what are they called? I can't remember. Okay. Uh, on the sides of the vehicle, I'm going to add the matte black rocker stripes with a uh, black matte decal on my hood scoop. And I think that that will really contrast the colors of my car. I've, it's called Torch Red or Fire Engine Red Mustang. And right now I'm just like, man, it just needs more accent to it. And something that I am having the worst time finding for a most for like the most affordable aspects, I should say, is trying to find replacement uh, side mirrors that also have, I keep hitting my mic, I'm sorry Mike, um, finding side mirrors that also can be connected for to have puddle lighting. I know that you can add aftermarket puddle lighting to these mirrors, but I just don't like the look of the mirrors on my car. I want different ones. I want something to be a little uh, flashier, 
bigger because it's hard to see out of those suckers. And um, I just want them to be better quality because right now they look like cheap plastic. And I really, really hate that. Uh, up next after that we'll be repairing the third brake light. Now I was going to go ahead and just buy uh, a third brake light and I was going to buy brand new rear brake lights but I don't want points taken off once I do actually show this vehicle and shows I don't want any points taken off and I want to try and keep as many um, as applicable as many parts authentic to the vehicle so the rear third brake light is an LED brake light uh, all it needs is I'm going to have to take it off of the vehicle because I try to shine it up and get the smokiness and, and that yellowing and that cracking off the lens I couldn't do it with it attached to the vehicle so that's going to require me having to take it completely off the vehicle so I can shine it and, and do the lens restore like I've talked about on other episodes um, I'll do the lens restore with it off of the car, I'll shine it, I'll put the UV protectant on it, and then I will apply, and then I will put it back on the car. And I'm going to do the same with the brake lights. Um, because they are so textured and they have like that segmented layering on them, it's really hard to get into every, every corner and every curve when they're attached to the vehicle. Um, and I didn't think to talk about that on my last few episodes when I've talked about lens restoration is um, if you are just absolutely nervous, you're going to like scratch the paint on your car. If you are comfortable with taking the headlight casing completely off your car, and if that's something you're able to do yourself, take it off the car to polish it because then you can also uh, check for leaks. Sorry, my refrigerator is making noise. Um, that way you can also check for leaks. You can check for any holes where water might be getting into the headlight casing itself. And you can seal those off uh, after you've done the, the light restoration. Because if you do it before, the sandpaper that you use is just going to remove that seal. So uh, once you've uh, sanded and polished your headlight casing, then that's when you want to add the... Uh, water-resistant silicone seal around the sides of it to stop any leaks. Um, up next, let me see here. Okay, I got the brake light. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm also... So I was like, I went down the rabbit hole of AmericanMuscle.com the other night, and I was just like, I need some opinions on this, because I don't know if it's honestly worth it, because I'm like, man, that would make my car look... Like, it'd make the engine look prettier, it'd make it look more dressed up and everything, and uh, it's just having the the chrome uh, lids, I don't know how, whatever, um, for like your radiator cap, your windshield wiper caps, like, they have them available in pressed aluminum, and I'm like, man, that's pretty, but it's not original to the vehicle. So as I learn about if I enter this car into a contest, they want things that are authentic to the vehicle to stay on the vehicle. So if I replace the caps, um, even if I decide to replace them just for like maybe pictures or something, I found out that they're like, like the really good looking ones that are not going to rust or have a lot of um, damage to them because they're so sealed and their quality made they're still they run like fifty dollars a piece 
and it's for like a little a little cap for your coolant in your radiator and I'm like well that's extravagant <laughs> that could buy a lot of groceries so when it comes to certain dress-up things no I'm not going to do those things I'm going to probably DIY as much as possible or just keep it as authentic to the vehicle itself um, it would look really pretty but I don't I just I don't think I'm vain enough to add those types of things to my car uh, now safety wise I just wanted to discuss some safety things real quick because I am at 16 minutes so I have about 20 minutes or so left on here um, so safety things that you want to keep in the back of your car uh, just for when you're traveling either by yourself even with a group it doesn't matter um, you want to be a, you want to have Lord I'm not touching my face I wasn't I was moving my hair okay um, I hate when I do that I say I'm a lot I'm trying to like avoid words I've said in the past because this is easily going to turn into a drinking game for you guys. Um, things you want to keep in the back of your vehicle is jumper cables or a power pack to that is pre-charged to jump your vehicle. You want to have uh, either road flares or the uh, the um, iridescent symbols to be able to put out on the road next to your vehicle. You want to keep a car jack. You want to keep uh, a roll or two of paper towels and baby wipes. Um, a pack of gloves. Um, emergency blankets and emergency bottled water. Be sure to check. Be sure and label the date that you put the emergency water in the back of your vehicle. Um, if you're doing bottled water for you to drink, uh, put the date on when you put it in there and change it out uh, as recommended for that bottle of water. Uh, if you're keeping water for maybe adding to your coolant or anything like that, just make sure it's either distilled or it's not hard water um, because that's going to affect your coolant. Uh, let me think what else. This might be a short one tonight, guys, and I'm sure you guys are okay with that because I'm normally very chatty. Uh, where'd it go? No. <laughs> okay, here we are. Yeah. All right. Oh. I don't know. Um. Oh yeah. Tie rods. So my dad and I checked our tie my tie rods today, and when you check your tie rods, the way to see if they are loose, they are back behind your tires, and they are part of your. Um, power steering, your rack and pinion, and everything along those lines. Um, what you want to check is you get your car lifted and you hold on to either side of the wheel and you try to see if it wiggles back and forth, not like left to right, like in spinning, but like if it wiggles, like it almost seems like you didn't put the bolts on tight enough, but the bolts are tight, but the whole, the whole Thing I forgot the word. The whole axle, I guess. That area on the axle, um, where it has the fulcrum point for your tire to turn. Technical terms. Um, that shouldn't have any give or play at all. That should be secure, and you shouldn't be able to 
to jiggle <laughs> your tire. So we found out today that uh, both tie rod ends need to be replaced on my car along with uh, fixing the exhaust leak, which is going to happen this week. I'm so excited. It's going to make it sound so much better. And then, like I said, power steering pump, but we got to make sure that the hoses and lines are not the problem, as well as the pump itself. Uh, we got to make sure that there's no leaks there. And then we are going to do the radiator flush at some point. We might not do it at the same time. Um, my thing is, like, this is where my dad and I have kind of come to a, uh, a not exactly a snafu or maybe a slight disagreement. I want to fix the things on my car before they go out. And he's just like, no, it still has a lot of life. Da, 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 da. But my thing is, is my, my penchant uh, for things is that when I own a car and I get it and I don't know who owned it before me or like I don't know how well they kept up to date with the things on their car, I just have a better peace of mind for placing things bit by bit um, so that it continues to be a reliable car. And he's just like, it's not to that point. We don't need to worry about it yet. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to have to worry about it. I want it to last for as long as possible and for it to not be a surprise. But I do trust my dad. And he does know them more than me. He knows a lot more technical terms than me. Uh, and so I just want to be able to have a reliable car. And that's just my fear. And I understand, guys, if you have that fear as well. But if you have buddies or mechanics who have been at this for a long time and they tell you you absolutely don't need it um you know you can trust them if you're absolutely not sure you can get quotes from other people too and see what they say as well it never hurts to do to do your own research um one of the one of the people i definitely recommend and i will say his name like every single time is chris fix on youtube he has a lot of tutorials on how to do things yourself um, and it's, it's kind of, I watched some of his videos and I'm just like, okay, yeah, that will save me money. But other things is, do you yourself have the money and the tools to do these repairs? And if you don't, and it's going to take you even more time and money to get those things collected, then it would be to go to a professional and have it done for the best amount of money with the most quality of parts. Um, you know, there is nothing wrong with, with reaching out and paying someone else to do it. Um, for me, this is my hobby. I really enjoy it. Um, it's very cathartic for me. <laughs> and uh, I... I just enjoy doing this with my son, which, by the way, my son was on the last episode of my podcast, and he has agreed that he's going to start a podcast as well, and I can't wait to help him with that. It's going to be about either once a week or once every other week, you know, just so he's not too overloaded, and because he is back in school, we are distance learning from school. To all of the Krebs people, welcome back. How does it feel to be teaching your children? Have they graduated after the first day? Because I would get it. I would understand if you're like, okay, you're done. You're graduated. <laughs> or at least you're done till August. Um, let's see. I get very nervous when I decide to do this live on camera. Because, yeah. 
So, let me think. I'm trying to think of car-related things right now. And as I've said before, when I get on here and I talk, um, I don't come to this completely prepared at all. <laughs> uh, because it's an outlet for me. And so I feel like if I was to try and write a script, if I was to try and just plan this out, I would nitpick it apart. I would destroy every blunder, every trip up of every word. I would just be like, oh, it's awful. I'm not doing it now. And so even if I trip up my words, even if I get super nervous, I feel like there's an authenticity to that 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 that's what I'm wanting to bring to this um, because that makes for me like that helps me bring the reality of the situation and my passion to this so oh and thank you to anyone who's watching <laughs> um, so up next okay we're gonna circle back for a little bit for another couple of things to have for safety on your vehicle um, try and have near you, not in your trunk, <laughs> not in your trunk, not in your glove box, try and have this as close to your person as possible when you're in your vehicle is the type of tool that will allow you to cut your seatbelt and break the glass to be able to escape your vehicle. Um, I have one or had one and I lost it so I have to get a new one because that's something I always keep um, either in the cup holder or the console right next to me or in the little pocket on my door. So that is something you absolutely want to keep with you in your car at all times. Oh, hello. I don't know what that was. It was a ghost. It was a fly. I don't know what it was. So I'm trying to think of some other safety things. I said baby wipes, shop towels, water to drink, water for your coolant res reservoir. Um, jumper cables or a power pack to help charge your vehicle. My hair keeps like, eh. um, I'll think of a few more. I promise I will. And I'll touch back on those tomorrow night. Um, let's see. What's a, some other safety things I can think of being as it is being as it is about to warm up. Don't forget to get your coolant temperature sensor checked out and replaced. Be sure and have uh, a uh, visor dash thing to help lower the heat of your vehicle in the summers because no one likes to jump in a hot car. It's miserable. What else? Hmm. Hmm. I can't think of anything else right now. But it'll arrive here in a minute. Just, just give me a minute. It will happen. Um, let's see here. I don't remember. Oh, so I can touch on this again because, you know, not everyone listens to every single episode of this. And if you do, thank you, thank you, thank you. I absolutely appreciate it. I hope I get more listeners and that you don't find my voice too, um, too much like gravel in a garbage disposal so the 
the thing that I'm going to bring up again is when you are traveling, if you absolutely have to get out of your house, which no one should be, everyone should just be working on their cars at their house. That's what you should be doing right now. But if you absolutely have to get out for groceries, if you have to get out to go pick up medicine and get food and get back home and regroup, there's a couple of things I want to point out that nurses have pointed out, but this is something I do if I absolutely have to leave my house is I'm going to try and walk you through the steps a little bit more thoroughly tonight. So I I will use tool... I'll, I'll I'll grab things as examples. So here's my phone. See my phone? That's my phone. When I go, when I leave my house, um, I keep right now, I keep Ziploc bags, trash, uh, small trash bags, or just other Ziploc bags, um, gloves, hand sanitizer, and Clorox wipes in my car. So, before I leave my house, I don't put gloves on, um, but I do sanitize my keys, I sanitize my phone, and when I get into the car with my sanitized phone, I have the hiccups, hang on, when I get into the car with my phone, I put it in a Ziploc bag and I don't touch it for pretty much the whole time I am out if I have to go to a store. Uh, if I'm staying in my vehicle, I don't do this part. Uh, but if I have to get out and I have to go into the store, the cell phone goes in a Ziploc bag. When I get to the store, I put gloves on. I grab my Ziploc sanitized phone that's in the Ziploc bag. And I will have already left the house with my mask on. So I put my gloves on to go into the store. And I keep hand sanitizer with me, and I rub it on the gloves as I'm walking through the store. I treat it just like, I treat my gloves like my hands, and I am rubbing as much sanitizer as possible, and I suggest nitrile gloves, not latex, because of skin allergies. Um, so, if I have to go to another store, the gloves go off into a trash bag, and that Ziploc bag that my cell phone was in also goes into that trash bag and it gets tied up. So then I will, if I have to go into another store, I will put my phone in a different Ziploc bag. I will re-glove. I will rub everything down on the exterior of my hands and that Ziploc bag that I just put my cell phone in. Um, I will rub those down with hand sanitizer before... I go into another store. Now the cool thing about our cell phones right now is they are touch sensitive through Ziploc bags and they are even touch sensitive when you have nitrile gloves on. So try not to make any phone calls. Um, be sure that when you have your mask on, I need, I need an example, okay, here. Here is, oh hey, good, shop rag that I was talking about the other day. Always use microfiber towels when you're cleaning. Always use microfiber towels anywhere around the house. This one's like, yeah, it fell. Okay, so this is your mask to go to the store. See it? See it? Yay. All right, this one's a little ratchet. It's been used a lot. 
um, but it's clean. So mask goes over the bridge of your nose like this. And you make sure you have your chin piece like this. See that? Yeah. Very sexy. I can't breathe in that. Okay. I have to pick it back up <laughs> for this next part. Do not go to a store and put your mask like this. Do not do this number and flip it up and go, what? What do you say? No. You make people repeat themselves as much as possible. Do not take your mask off in public. Do not touch it with your hands at all. It stays on your face. And when you are done for the day, uh, before you get home, <laughs> this is so weird. So I keep another mask when I get home. And they both get washed when I get in the door. I'm going to use my son's mask. Uh, this one I put on and I put a different pair of gloves on. If I say, if say I did Walmart pickup, I put gloves on and I put a mask like this on. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> so yes, I, I, I keep these, these, these around. These are for like hiking and fishing and stuff. So I will put one of these on and I, I will rewash this for him. So I will put this on. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me get the, let me get the cat right. Yes. Yay. So I put this on. I put new gloves on to get my groceries out of the car. And I am like, I'm taking stuff out of the Walmart bags and I'm like setting it in the house and I'm putting, leaving the grocery bags, the, the Walmart plastic ones, I'm putting them in a different trash bag. Usually I am all about saving those bags to put in my trash cans, but right now I'm not risking it. So that was kind of a nightmare of an explanation of how uh, germaphobic I am. And, you know, some people are like, oh, that's more for like mentally a comfort or a protectant for yourself. But here's the deal. When I was in college back in 2009, when swine flu was going around, um, I was a new mom. My son was not quite a year old yet, and we had had confirmed swine flu uh, cases in some of our college classes. And at the time, I believe that the college professors had the option to finish out those, those two weeks online, or we could still risk coming to class. However, we had so many students out sick that they were like, okay, we have all been exposed. We need to go home and hunker down for a week. I think it was, yeah, it was about a week. So here I am. I had been directly in contact with someone who'd had, who had a confirmed case of swine flu and I had a baby at home. <laughs> and this is pretty much the same exact thing I did before I would go and pick him up from daycare. I would, uh, when we got the confirmation before we hunkered down at home for a week, I went home, I showered, I got groceries, I sanitized the smell of everything, I didn't bring the Walmart bags in my house, I got everything stocked, I showered, I changed, and then I went and got him, and then when I got him back to my apartment, I did that process all over with him and I. And so, <laughs> it is a bit of overkill, but right now, guys, you know, anything airborne is dangerous to us, 
Um, I, I see a lot of people wanting to do the blind games, and like I've said before, you know, it doesn't matter who's to blame at this part. It's just making sure that everyone gets through this and to the other side as much as possible. Because we are going to, God willing, all of us are going to make it to the other side. Um, this is just a stepping stone. This is just a short while. We are, we are going to have some semblance of old normal eventually. So it's really hard because it feels uncertain. It's really easy to get down and depressed. And I get that. Boy, do I ever get that. But I want you guys to just, you know, take a beat, take a breath. If you're home and you don't have any, you know, you, well, obviously you can't really go anywhere. If the weather is pretty, go outside for a walk. Uh, we have a beautiful full moon coming up in the next few nights. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I think it's between April 7th and April 8th, which is like between it's going to be uh tuesday evening slash wednesday morning that the moon that the moon that the moon is going to be really really pretty and um it's just going to be a beautiful experience so if you are in an area that you can get outside and take a look at it it's going to be gorgeous and it's definitely going to get you some fresh air and it's going to be really relaxing um as I posted, I posted a blog episode the other day and I talked about, you know, we're home and we're not getting our to-do lists done and we should be so productive and we should be this and we should do that and, and da-da-da-da-da and we can't let our kids watch so much TV and we can't, you know, just do these things. You know what? Slow down. Just slow down. You know, everything is very uncertain right now. It is okay to take a day and rest. It is okay to be scared, to be afraid. Um, it's okay to have those emotions and work through them. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, that is called just registering what's going on. And, you know, you can go through it, just don't stay there. So what I recommended on my post was, you know, don't make these god-awful long to-do lists. Just start with five items. Five items that you can do every single day that you have been like desperate to get done. Just start with five. Five things. That's it. Just one digit. Do five things. And you do that consistently for 21 days. You're going to be just fine. Um, for me, I have been going through my room... I've been organizing my closets. I've been dividing things that I will either donate to Goodwill or do a garage sale with. Um, things that I want to keep for projects and what have you. Or things I want to uh, add more of to my vehicle. Whatever. Um, I've just taken it day by day because if I don't... Um, I have PTSD and an anxiety disorder on top of my hearing loss and my immune system struggles. Um, it's very easy for me to get overwhelmed and I don't want to be a ball of stress for my son or myself. So I'm taking it day by day. I stick to a list that I make the night before 
and I definitely take time to rest right now because I get it. It feels like we should be super, super productive and it's just like you're finally home, but it's kind of scary to be home. Um, that's okay. That is completely okay. Um, another thing I'm going to suggest to you guys is at, I think, I'm trying to think of shift changes. I think it's like 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. And then let's say, let's say 5 a.m. to 7 or 8 a.m. And then 3 p.m., 4 p.m. And then 7, uh, 5 to 8. And then 11 p.m. I believe is when all of the shift changes are going on at the hospital. So if you're near your vehicle and you check the time and you see someone who, you know, driving by or you see a, a nurse that you recognize on their way to work, you know, go out to your car, give them a honk, give them a shout out, make a sign to put in your front yard. Um, here's a fun one that you could do if you have neighbors. I live out in the country, but for those of us, for those of y'all that are, you know, in a neighborhood, um, I think it'd be really funny if you guys would do like giant uh, tic-tac-toe or checkers or something and y'all like show your pieces like back and forth. <laughs> I'm a nerd like that. Um, don't forget to read a book. Don't forget to ignore your growing piles of laundry. It's okay to procrastinate that right now. It is. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I've actually gotten it knocked down, so yay me. <laughs> but if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Because it's offensive that it's even there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else, y'all? I think that's about it, because I'm going to get this mess off my face and go to sleep. Um, so, tomorrow, I'm going to be having an interview with someone. Tomorrow night, uh, we'll be doing an interview I will go to, I also take my son to pick up his stuff later this morning. I can't wait to wave bye to everyone at Krebs and we gotta make sure that uh, for anyone that lives in Krebs that has kids going to school, don't forget to turn in your library books. They need those back. Uh, and what else? Sanitize your car, car door handles inside and out. Sanitize the handle at the pump, sanitize door handles, wear gloves, wear a mask, check your oil, change your oil. Um, I can't think of anything else. Thank you guys for joining me once again. This is Julie, Julie Fleeman, Cheap Girl, Julie in the Red, and I will catch you on our next adventure after we do the tie rods and see that hopefully nothing else pops up and surprises us. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. And y'all have a fantastic night. Be safe. Oh, I always do this, but I'm doing it again. To anyone who is still having to go to work, to all of our medical care providers, um, our janitors, our truck drivers, all essential workers, thank you so much for continuing to show up and do what you do. Um, hopefully, 
our communities are going to be strong and be able to provide enough PPE for them to, to continue doing their jobs or if there's another way to have their jobs done and then be able to have more time at home to be safe. That is what I'm praying for. We are all praying for answers, guys. But don't forget that when you're out around these people, just remember to be kind to them. Remember to show respect and appreciate them. This is hard on everyone. Uh, everyone is going through this. Um, so just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Uh, doctors, nurses, everyone. Um, there was something I was going to say but I have to think about it a little bit more, and I'll probably bring it up tomorrow night. Um, just, uh, it was kind of a food for thought thing with past epidemics. For those that don't know, I have a degree in history, and I like to kind of, you know, dust it off and, and, and bring it out and show everyone, hey, I went to college every, every once in a while. So, I love you. Have a good night. Wash your hands. Stay home. Work on your vehicle. Make it shiny, pretty, and awesome. And only use microfiber towels. Invest in masks and gloves if you have to leave your house. If you don't, leave them for the healthcare workers and the essential workers. Okay, that's it. Love y'all. Have a great night.